Good evening, and welcome back to episode f- 15 of the Sector 4 podcast. I definitely didn't forget. I, I forgot that we did an episode last week, Steve. We do an episode every week, Keegan. Yeah, I know that, but like I forgot the number of the episode, so I was thinking 13, and then it wasn't, and it was a whole thing. Anyways, welcome back. Uh, we are here. We had a Grand Prix race on the weekend, thank God. Um, it was all right. Yeah, it was uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, it was all right. I think that's kind of what we expected going in. We're just like, yeah, Spain's fine. So, and it was just fine. Um, we're going to talk about it a little bit. There's uh, there's not a whole lot of, of news or anything today, so we're kind of just going to do do a recap of everything that happened. Uh, like I said, not really too too dramatic, but a few stories which um, which are pretty interesting. And uh, I, have, I have Red Bull listed first here, Steve, but I actually, I kind of want to talk about Ferrari first, I think. Um, and so I'm going to, I want to switch that around. Um, I have the, the episode title as Grand Premio de la Wingust. <laughs> and I thought that was very funny. Um, so thank you for laughing at that. I appreciate that. Um, Steve, your thoughts on Ferrari from the race? Uh, maybe I'll talk about qualifying a little bit after that too. But uh, what do you think of basically everything that went down? I'm upset that last episode I said that I thought uh, Charles Leclerc was going to have issues and then he DNF'd and I still kept him on my fantasy team. So that was a big wolf. Um, they still released pretty much nothing as to what um, went wrong with his car. Obviously yep. power unit uh, related. The hidden thing behind that power unit failure is that it's an indication of Ferrari's reliability considering that engine should have survived one more race. Yep. And it did not. So it should have been replaced after Monaco, which would have been a really, you know, smart idea because, you know, you really do not need the power at Monaco. (laughs) So he's going to have a fresh engine for Monaco, which is probably going to be a waste when he crashes and just gets it replaced right away. Anyways, Steven Carlos is just uh, a magnet to gravel traps. I hate saying it. He's definitely (laughs) like, I I, honestly, I hate saying it. He's kind of kind of seems to be squandering his uh, his season so far. Yeah, which is too bad because the expectations were really high for him going in just because he had what seemed to be such such good progress last year. Yeah, Um, he seems to have a bad start, like right off, like off the grid, off the grid slot. He seems to have a bad start every time. Yeah, I honestly I think and this is kind of with Charles, too, that we talked about. I think it was last week and the week before is I just genuinely think the nerves are getting to them. You know, like Lewis and in Max, and I, I would say probably that's kind of it. They on the grid right now. They have that that killer instinct where they just nothing really phases them in the race. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where where no matter what happens, like they'll get you know verbally pissed off or whatever. Like they'll do whatever, but their actual driving will hardly ever be affected. Right? Yeah. Where they're able to always just pull it off. And I think with with Leclerc and Signs, I don't think they know how to deal with the pressure and that might be screwing with the, like the mental game. I think it's, it's really affecting them. Carlos, obviously more than Charles. Cause I, you know, I can't really think that this is his fault um, at all, unless he did yeah, do something not, wrong to trigger it. Power unit gave out, yeah. you know, him crashing yeah. at Imola, like you know, spinning out an Imola that that was definitely pushing too hard. Right. But other than that, right? Like what, what could be the problem? Like for Carlos, you, you see his start at the beginning of this race where he he started fourth, correct? I, I think it was fourth. I think so. Yeah. Uh, no. Oh no, he qualified third. Woof. Yeah. Okay. So he qualified he seems to third. Lose, lose. Pretty sure he's lost positions on the start on like every race. 
almost every race. Because Russell passed him almost instantly, and I think Perez got past him on turn one. And yeah. so he dropped down to to fifth, which is just not, like, frankly, it's not good enough off the start. And I mean, uh, you know, you expect better from him, but I mean, at the same time, I'm almost, almost expecting in a different way that something bad's going to happen to him every race, which it seems to. And, you know, luckily for Carlos, he managed to pull out a P4 by the end of the race, a miracle P4 because he shouldn't have got it um, because the only reason that they had to do that is because the Mercedes were lifting and coasting uh, the last three laps because they were worried about a, a DNF risk. Yeah, um, they were overheating. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, but other than that, right, Lewis would have finished, you know, P4 and and he would have been stuck in P5. So I just I, I feel bad for him. But I I mean, I took him off my fantasy, what, three weeks ago, four weeks ago? Yeah. Um, Starting to think that might have been the right call because it's not like he's not performing well because, I mean, P4, P5, those are still good positions. But given the expectations they've now set for themselves this year, he's not up to standard. And, you know, when you have Charles DNFing, you need Carlos to pick up the time. Mm -hmm. And it's just not happening. Yeah, especially when you have uh, two DNFs in the season under your belt already. You can't really afford mistakes like that. So for him to right. be, you know, putting it in the gravel every race that he's not DNFing is pretty rough. Yeah. He's really got to kind of pick it up. But he historically, I think he's been pretty good at Monaco. Has he been? I think so, yeah. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. Carlos signs at Monaco. Um, I mean, he which, was he was essentially on track to take pole last year from Leclerc right. before he uh, pulled the atypical Ferrari move and crashed it so that you could maintain pole position. Yeah. Oh, he finished second last year. Oh, wow. Verstappen first, Carlos second, Lando third. Yeah. At Monaco last year. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. No way. Huh. So if he can pull that out, I mean, that'll be good because we all know Charles is DNFing. So, uh, <laughs> the thing is, so, like, I'm still going to keep him on my team. So actually, I got to ask you about that because I, after the race, or was it uh, on Monday, I went to my F1 team and I'm like, okay, I've got to blow it up. I'm like, something's got to change. I've got to put Verstappen or Red Bull in. Yeah. And then I tried to do it and I realized I could make nothing work with my current team because I have Russell who's performing. Yeah. I have Botas who's performing. I have Magnuson who's cheap and like performing for being so cheap. Right. Yeah. And then, um, and then who's my, who's my other one again? Can you actually tell me who my other one is? Possibly. Yeah. Um, who is it? I know I've got Leclerc. It takes a second, but give me a, Okay. Um, but anyways, point being, I tried to like make it work with like Verstappen or, or Red Bull. Your or current team. Yep. Leclerc, Magnussen, yep. Perez, Russell, Perez, Botas, okay. Ferrari. Yeah. So I look at it like for Perez and Russell, they're both like 18 something million. If I take them out, I'm doing myself a disservice because they, they seem to be doing really well. And they're like, what, 12 grand cheaper than Max? Max is like 30 or sorry, 12 grand, 12 million. Max yeah. is like 30 million. Yeah. And what's Charles? Like 22? 16 or 18? Like, so how can you take him out? Right. Exactly. I, I look at it like that. Because if I take, if I put Verstappen in, I basically have to do someone that's like 8 million and Verstappen versus having like Russell and, and Paris. So, anyways, um, I didn't know what to do. So I ended up just leaving my team the exact same way it was, um, which is kind of depressing. What's yours look like right now? Um, Verstappen, Leclerc, yeah. Magnussen, yeah. Botas, yeah. 
Ocon Ferrari. See, that's not bad. That's a pretty good team. But I think that's the only other way to do the team. Yeah, literally. Because like, who else are you going to put in, uh, in uh, like in replacement of Ocon, for example? Pretty much nobody. Nobody that's who, scoring who, points. Right. Like so the only just, one, it doesn't like make the any only sense. one around that price range under that has over a hundred points is Valtteri Bottas. Right. So, so like, like in terms of like points per million, you know, like my team is good. <laughs> yep. But you just have to hope that <laughs> Leclerc Leclerc does well, or else you're basically relying on Verstappen to kind of carry everything, right? So it's like, what do you, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of fucked. But yeah, no, I had the same thought, so that's interesting. Um, but no, sorry, to, to recap Ferrari real quick. Um, they, like, Carlos still did decent, so I mean, good on him for getting a P4. It's tough about Leclerc. Obviously, like, the pain in that man's voice, the no, 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 in, on lap 27 when everything started going yeah. wrong. I'm like, oh, no, uh, this is going to destroy him. And uh, it did. And uh, And I meant to defend Carlos because when he went into the gravel, it wasn't his fault. It was actually the wind. Yeah. Because then two laps later, Verstappen did the exact same thing. And like, it wasn't even like a, like them just having understeer. It was literally the wind blew them into the gravel pit when they went to turn. So I thought that was funny. So uh, tough for Ferrari, but I mean, like, are there, is there anything good that they can take away from it? Or not really? Um, they had really good, like they obviously had like really good pace and whatnot. Like everything, yeah. Everything other than the DNFing was good for them. Like everything was working. It's just yep. that it's just a shame that they had an unforeseen uh, failure. Yep. And obviously now they're second in constructors, correct? Yeah. Yeah, because Red Bull is, has Red taken Bull now over, leads so. both both championships. So they're. Uh, they're shaking a little bit on that front, I would imagine, which is a little a little tough because we did talk um, probably four or five weeks ago about how uh, the reliability obviously is going to catch up to them eventually. And uh, sure enough, here it is a little yeah. bit sooner than expected, which is too bad. But um, anyways, um, on to the Red Bull. Steve, do you like having DRS? Yes. <laughs> do, do you think it might be an advantage if... And other team has it, and you do not. It's a disadvantage. No, no, no. The <laughs> advantage for the other team is what I mean. Of course, yeah. Yeah. How the fuck did Max win this race? Pulled a, pulled a Mercedes <laughs> and told his teammate to let him buy. <laughs> so raw, we, raw we, power. We've got a we've got a whole lot to get into with with Red Bull this race. Um, I, I want to get to the pairs thing in a second, but I want to start with the DRS flap not opening multiple times and Max losing his mind um, yeah. because it was costing him a little bit because I think at that point he was trying to catch up to um, to Russell and Perez and uh, the DRS flap was just not opening. Did they diagnose what was going on there? Because I think that was happening to him in Q3, if I'm not mistaken, as well. I'm not sure if it was happening to him before. Okay. But obviously a big problem. Um, and he was still able to like get it working sort of, but nobody knew for sure if it was going to continue working, Yeah, which is a little, uh, a little frustrating on their end. Um, obviously worrying, but they were still able to recover. I don't know. Like, is that something you could foresee being a, uh, like a common issue? Or is that just a one-off like, Oh shit, we screwed this up. We'll make sure it doesn't um, happen again. I think it's from Red Bull is trying very hard to bring the weight down of the car. 
Yeah. And so they're starting to lose structural integrity with the components. So I think the issue was, is that if there was, um, Gus down the main straight, yep. especially with the speed and the, like the arrow load, the mechanism was simply not strong enough to open the wing. No shit. Yeah. Because there's a few times where when he was, they were saying that he was constantly pushing it, he would yeah. actually end up closing it. Yeah. Cause he was, it was just like opening, it would just open shut right away. Oh shit. Yeah. So, so do you think that that could be a problem again for them if they, if they don't basically increase the actual capability of the mechanism? If you, if you think that might be the issue, like if this happens again, that's significant time loss that they could have. Oh yeah. They've had a lot of uh, electrical issues, especially Mm. like last year. If like everyone remembers Sergio Perez's car just shutting off on the, on the outlap or on the formation lap. Tough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, in a follow-up then, I, I want to get your opinion first because obviously I have my opinion, but what do you think of them giving Team Mortis to Sergio? Because, I'm not surprised. No, not, no, no, I'm not asking if you're surprised. That's, that's obvious. Like, I don't think anybody's surprised. Do you think that it was... I can't even say the right call because that's not even the right wording because, again, it's still the right call. Yeah. Do you think that's a fair call? Do I think it's a fair call? Um, in a sense, like, I don't think it really would have changed the race outcome that much. No. No. Because, like, Sergio Why? Perez is, is normally one to say that, like, he doesn't feel like he's being treated under, like, under Max because he recognizes at the end of the day Max is faster in the car. Yeah. So he says when he's, lo- when he's you know, losing to Max, he's not losing because he's being told to. He's losing because Max is faster. Right. And he's okay with that. Like, I think if he wasn't told to let him by and they raced, Max would have passed him. Yeah. But I think my my take on it, at least from what I was seeing, is that there was a point where they could have made the strategy favor Chaco. Like, it was yeah. only halfway through the race and he was leading the race and Max was behind, like, a significant amount still. Yeah. And they basically made the strategy such that it would benefit max versus versus chaco so i think that was kind of the issue because i don't think he necessarily had a problem with you know with max going by because he was faster but you know max was having issues with the drs chaco wasn't chaco was leading the race he could have been put on a better strategy from from that point of view um they should have changed sergio perez's strategy to be a more aggressive strategy planning to finish the race like his strategy was set up to finish second. Right. So that's the problem, right? Because, and that's what he was saying even over, over the comms. He said, uh, good points for the team. He's like, but we'll, we'll discuss later. Yeah. Right. And I don't think, you know, uh, same thing with Valtteri Bottas, you know, like when he was driving for Mercedes, obviously they knew their role in the team, right? Like it's not, it's not saying that they deserve to be the, the number one driver or whatever it might be, but there's some situations where you go, okay, you've earned this. You deserve it. Why can't you have the win? Yeah. Right. And I think that was from, from his perspective, I think that was probably the issue. And, you know, I would understand him being a little bit upset with that particular thing when they could have put him on the strategy. Now, excuse me, with the team, you know, wanting to win the constructors and win, put Max in a championship position and all those things, obviously you want to get him the most points possible. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I, I did feel bad for him a little bit and that was kind of my, my take on that one. I don't know. Yeah, I so. agree with it. 
it, yeah. it does it does suck to see that you know we're kind of getting like a mercedes-esque red bull yeah but it's not that surprising right so no it's not very surprising no. It is what it is, though. Um, so good on Red Bull, uh, obviously pulling out a big, uh, big one too. But the the team that we actually have to talk about, and I'm actually kind of excited to talk about this, which is shocking because I hate them, um, <laughs> is uh, is Mercedes. Who? Wow, where the hell did that come from, Stephen? Yeah, they pulled the they pulled it out of the hat. They stopped porpoising. I'd like to know how. Not that I know anything technical about the cars, but I'd like to know how. They reworked the floor. They reworked the nose to basically, you know, seal vortex, change the overall like uh, load mass of certain components. And they're not porpoising as much. Yep. And um, they brought a lot of upgrades. It it showed I was I, I'm not as surprised by Russell right now. I think I've kind of almost come to expect him performing. I mean, his, car. he's gone fifth, fourth, third, fifth, fourth, third. Like he's real good yeah he's doing real good in a car that should at least at the start we didn't think would be doing that good um, correct and he pulled out a he was leading the race for six laps five laps six laps something like that not long not long yeah but he, he was leading for a little bit and the thing that that i liked about his race before we get to lewis is he defended on that straight like an absolute demon oh right yeah at he's the end before Alonso the first turns Oh my God. He was just like, I will weave now. And they're like, oh shit. <laughs> and uh, I love that. I don't know about you, but uh, I thought that was really fun. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was really time. nice to watch. Yeah. So he actually, he put up a really good, uh, really good fight there. And I like seeing that. Um, now on, on the first lap, I don't know what you think about this, but I think Lewis caused a collision hitting Magnuson. Because Magnuson was ahead. No, he wasn't. I thought. It looked like he was ahead. He had the right to go around the outside, but... Okay, he wasn't so you think, it was Ke- you think it was Kevin's fault? No. I think it was a racing incident. Just a racing incident? Yeah. Okay. So Passing now... Just an incident. Just a racing incident. Um, Magnuson goes into the gravel. Lewis gets a puncture, but keeps going. And obviously comes into pit. They both come into pit. What have you. Lewis is in P19. Steven, how in the actual hell did Lewis Hamilton pull out a P5 from what was basically an almost retirement? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he just pulled that pure driving skill, seven world championships. He just pulled it out of the pocket and decided to actually. And, and, and listen, that guy wanted to give up. That guy oh, he said. Literally, what did he said, say? We we should we should probably save the engine. Mm. Uh, and then he has then he has the balls when he finishes the race to say you know thanks to the team for continuing to push. It's like no nah, man, just, you know do your job next time. Yep. Because he he what yeah he said he wanted to retire and then Bond was like oh we can maybe get P eight. Yeah, maybe and then he gets P five. Yeah. I just thought it was a great drive for him. Like obviously I still hate him, but. <laughs> it was a good. It was a really good drive, and like I feel like if I didn't talk about it and I, I didn't mention it, I'd I'd feel like a bit of an ass. Um, no, I thought I thought Mercedes had a really good race, and they're having a very sneaky, like decent season given the circumstances of of how everything started. Yeah. Um, I I I don't think they'll contend for one or two, 
but I think they're pretty they've pretty much got third lockdown if they keep it up like this. Um, they're they're doing really well, and I think George could really uh, really put a dent in the uh, the drivers' uh, championship. Um, so I'd be really really interested to know what happens there. So good on Mercedes, good race, yay! So that was fun. Um, Alfa Romeo. Joe had a power engine or power engine power, power issue. Engine. Um, he had an engine retirement. And people were wondering if that was the same thing that was happening with Ferrari. Um, I think they kind of dismissed that, but it was a little bit worrying and kind of shades of the Red Bull power unit from uh, from earlier in the season where they basically had three cars have issues with the power unit in the same race. Um, and obviously a Ferrari power unit in the Alfa Romeo. Um, I think that was too bad for, for Joe. Um, I, I don't know if he really had a decent shot at the race, but... Um, it's too bad that this is the second or third time this has happened to him that he's had to retire. Some something like I that. I think so. Yeah, he's he's got quite a bit of retirements under his belt, which sucks because like he really did have a like an amazing first race and looked like really promising, and it's just seemed yeah. to fallen out from under him. Yeah, yeah, it's too bad for him. But I mean, Bottas is really carrying this team um, right now. I think they're P five and the constructors pretty much solely because of Valtteri. One Bottas. point, yeah, one point of that is from Joe. That's ridiculous. Um, Maybe Steve, like seeing the comparison with Bottas this year compared to last year, like what are you what are you seeing this season that you like from him? What he's happy. Oh, that's so nice to hear. Yeah, what are you seeing from him that you like? Like, is he just doing a consistent drive? Like, what is it that he's doing really well this season, or is it just? I mean, he's being consistent. He's definitely being consistent. Um, He's making a little bit more mistakes, but you know, that's fair. It's his first year in a new car under different regulations. So like, that's understandable. But like, I think just like his, his attitude is just like so much better. Well, I mean, you're going from being a number two driver for how long? (laughs) Years. Years. How, who is, uh, who's the other driver in Williams when he was there? Like when, uh, when Botas was there? Yeah. I think it was Sergei Sorokin. Where did Sorokin go to after that? Or was he done after after Williams? I think Lance Lance replaced Lance replaced Botas. Yeah. And then after that, after that year, when Lance went to Racing Point, yeah. it was replaced with Russell and Latifi. Or no, Russell oh. had I think Russell it was Russell and Kubica. For a year. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, because that was in the uh, in the drive to survive. That's right. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. No, I just I wonder because both us is what like thirty two now. He's not old, but he's, he's getting older. Um, I don't know, man. I think he's got to be pretty uh, pretty stoked about that, right? Like it's. I think he's just having a lot of fun. He's selling pictures of his ass on uh, on the internet for fifty thousand dollars, and I mean, uh, can it really get much better than that? I don't think so. All right. So. Did you not see like the updated I saw, thing? I saw. We talked about oh, it last okay, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I made fifty thousand dollars off that for charity. So good for I him. I thought that was uh, thought that was awesome. But uh, yeah, anyways, it was a good job from from Valtteri. Uh, obviously, pulling out a uh, a nice P six. Uh, probably could have beaten Lewis, frankly, um, but didn't. So uh, good on him, anyways. Um, what are your thoughts on Alpine this season so far? It, we should talk to them a lot before the season starts, and. We did. Ocon is doing great. Fernando is doing all right. Yeah. Ocon seems to be well outperforming the car. 
which is a lot to say for me because I hate Ocon. He's on my <laughs> fantasy team. Why do you hate him? He's just a dick. <laughs> Why do you think he's a dick? You've never met the guy. Yeah. Is it the same reason I think Lewis is a dick or is it like, because I just think Lewis is a dick because it successful. just seems like, like when you watch drive to survive, like, um, it seems like the other drivers just hate him. Oh yeah. That's like, fair. like that driver is not friends with anybody, but that's kind of like Lewis though. Nobody's really friends with Lewis. Well, that's because Lewis is just a pretentious prick. Well, yeah, that's fair. Fair enough. Okay. But th- yeah, they're having a good season. I think honestly, I think I put them last. For my predictions for for constructors, I think I put them dead last. I put them pretty far down. Yeah, which is pretty depressing. But um, a P7 from Ocon and a P9 from Nando. So uh, good. Uh, I think Fernando can do better. I think he's shown that he is better. Um, And I mean, he's a fucking world champion. But um, 41 years old, 42 years old. And he's still still doing okay. So yeah, uh, good job, Alpine. Um, do you want to be sad? Is my follow-up question. Fine. You want to be sad? Okay. Ma- Let's do McLaren. it. Just McLaren. Oh, wolf. McLaren Dude. has done nothing to impress me all season, honestly. Dude, they're 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 trash. Yeah, they how they put how Lando- many upgrades on their car this weekend? Ten. Lando's doing okay. Like fine. P eight. Yeah. Had tonsillitis <laughs> this weekend. Don't know why he was racing. Daniel P12. Um, I think they're done. As far as yeah. the season goes, I think they're done. And as far as Daniel Ricciardo goes, I think they're done. I don't think Daniel Ricciardo is getting re-signed. No, he is not. And I would be curious to know where Daniel Ricciardo goes after McLaren because that's going to be it. I think he would retire. I don't think he'll retire. I don't think so. He's he's literally just been on like a downhill since. Like I don't know who would pick him since up since he honestly. left Red Bull. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who would pick him up honestly. Williams, <laughs> but he wouldn't go to Williams. Yeah, Haas, but he wouldn't go to Haas. Any team that he wouldn't go to would pick him up. I uh, I remember we talked about maybe him going to AlphaTauri. Maybe them doing a swap. Do you yeah, think that they would Gasly. bring in... Do you think they'd bring in Pierre Gasly? Maybe. I can six see years, it. Six years younger. I mean, Yuki's 22, but they're not going to take Yuki. I, I just be, figure it wouldn't be too much after uh, Gasly is just, you know, underperforming in the AlphaTauri because the AlphaTauri is just worthless. Oh, it's hot garbage. I think I called the Alpha terrible. I did. Yeah. It, uh, well, maybe we could talk about that in transition too. What the hell? Like, so so the thing that, that's bugging me, I think, the most about this season is that you have McLaren and AlphaTauri, two teams that for the past couple of years have been performing decently well. Not amazing, but they've been performing decently well, and now they're just hot garbage. Yeah. Like, uh, which, which was, doesn't make sense because it's like Red Bull is doing so well. So, like, you'd imagine AlphaTauri would be up there too. Well, right. How can they be so far behind? It seemed like last year Pierre was putting up P5s almost every single race. Like, he was Valtteri Bottas this year. Yeah. 
I just don't know. Like, like how can they go so far wrong on this car? Genuinely, like, what? I, I think I'm they actually just, they angry just didn't about communicate. They just didn't communicate with Red Bull about car design, or they probably did communicate, and they decided that, that like the AlphaTauri would take the the bigger risks in development. Yeah, it's not working. No, <laughs> it's atrocious, man. Like, I, I think did Gasly finish P thirteen? Yeah, P thirteen. So yep. he finished lower than Daniel. And I think Yuki got a point, so like, that's good in P10, but just trash, 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 trash. Um, it's too bad. I think I could see a McLaren AlphaTauri swap after this season. Maybe that's the mid-season swap. Maybe it's Ricardo for uh, for Gasly. You you were saying that was impossible. Now I'm, now I'm thinking. Ago. Now I'm thinking maybe it's a real thing. I just burped <laughs> right into the mic. Um, I'm thinking it's a real thing that could happen. I don't know, man. I'm looking out for a mid-season now. I think it could happen. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Haas, Steven, what do you think of Haas? Woof. Woof. But like, Q- good Q3 on Mick. vibes. Like Q3 vibes. Yeah. yeah. Good on Mick. Obviously, I didn't expect that to handle, like, you know, trans- transform into the race, but. No. Um, Q3 for Mick, absolutely incredible. But like I said, every time Mick does a step to, like, get me on his good side, something happens and then he just, you know, falls off. His race pace is just not that good, unfortunately. Which sucks because he doesn't have forever to, like, he doesn't have forever to prove himself. No. Obviously, yeah, Magnussen sucks. You know, he was really aggressive off the start, which is really nice, but he just couldn't recover from that incident like Hamilton did, you know. Yeah. He doesn't really have a uh, a hammer time situation embedded in his mind, I guess, so. Yep. That's too bad, right? But he, yeah. yeah. I, I think for Mick, like I said, I, I say this every single time, but I think there's bigger expectations of him, um, but he's just not meeting any of them. Kevin's doing fine. Obviously, this race is an exception, but Kevin's doing fine, um, I think, for for what um, is expected of him. So, yeah. Uh, P14, P17 is what it is. Good on Mick for getting to Q3. That's pretty much all there's to say about the Haas. Um, speaking of people or teams, there's not a whole lot to say about. Um, Williams, like what? What do you? What are good job for Latifi for beating his teammate for once? Oh, that's that's true. Yeah. Did oh my god! Did did Albona finish P eighteen? Yeah. That's not good. He was last. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but Latifi only finished ahead of uh, Magnussen, and that's because Magnussen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you suck, Williams. That's it. That's all I have to say. Oh, Nick DeVries uh, did a uh, a lap this weekend. Yeah. So did yeah. Yuri Phipps. Yeah. Did, did you it's watch required. it? Did, like, yeah, I know. But but did you watch it? Did you think like? Nah, Yuri Phipps had the worst time of FP1. Nick oh, DeVries well, was like 13th. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, not bad. It's hey, FP1. Well, it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, I know. Good on them. Yay. Uh, and then getting to the last team that I don't care about. Uh, we have Monster Energy. Oh, uh, sorry. I mean, uh, Red Bull Light. Oh, sorry. I mean, uh, Aston Martin. Sorry, that's my bad. I mixed yeah. up the names there for a second. Pink Mercedes, um, Green Red Bull. Yeah, that was funny. Though, like The only thing that Red Bull really did about it was just like have green Red Bulls. For, Which uh, was for like objectively very funny. Just it, was it was like, funny. But I, I do yeah. believe that Aston Martin, uh, like they, they said that they had that in development, but they chose the other way. Yeah. So it's like, I got I definitely understand their argument there. They're like, we didn't copy it because you can't just make that in that amount of time. No. Like they had that in development in like November of last year, they were saying. Yeah. And they have like the However, documents and whatnot to prove it. Yeah. 
However, it does look a little meh. Yeah, um, obviously. And it didn't really work out for them anyways. So, I mean, actually, you know what? I'll give Seb a little bit of a break here. I think the P11 was all right. Yeah, for Seb, yeah. I think it was all right. Lance got P15, though, so he can suck it. Yeah. Um, but are you tired, Steve? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Long day. That's okay, buddy. Um, well, we don't have a whole lot else to talk about, so that might be good timing. Um, anything in news? Anything that you saw that you, you wanted to bring up or or not really a whole lot? No, we're just basically going to watch the... Uh the like defense against the accusations from Aston Martin over the next uh, week. We have yep. Monaco coming up. It might rain. What's your quick Monaco predictions? Oh shit. Um, I'm going to go I, controversial I think, again. Cause I was right when I okay. said Leclerc would have issues. Yeah. I think Leclerc finishes this race. Finishes this. Ra- oh, spicy. Yep. Okay. But like where first, no, you don't think he's actually going to break the curse, do you? Yeah. Really? Why? Because he's going to have a new power unit. Oh, I didn't think about that. Maybe this is strategic, Steve. Maybe they did this on purpose. Maybe they just Ferrari really want to break uh, Leclerc's curse. No, yeah. I uh, I think that George Russell will win this Grand Prix. I think that's a stretch. You think that's a stretch? Yeah. Why? Because their car doesn't do well in slow speed corners. Yeah, but it's not like they're going to get passed in any of them. Have you seen Charles Leclerc in Monaco? Yeah. The guy's a weapon, bro. Yeah. Until he makes his weapon a part of the wall. What? Why don't you keep your shit comments to yourself, Keith? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, is pretty aggressive I'm just going too. based off of history, gestures vaguely. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, Verstappen is pretty, ter- is, you know, formidable. Obviously too. Science yeah. is good in it too. I'm going to go. I do not think Russell is going to do well in this race. I think Russell P1. I think Perez P2. I think Verstappen P3. I'm going to go Leclerc. Okay. Verstappen. Okay. Signs. Right. Faith in the Ferrari, you say? Okay. I think I also I'm also going to go with a Mercedes prediction. I think Lewis yep. finishes over uh, Russell this race. No, it hasn't happened yet, has it? Yeah, it happened in the first race. Oh, did it really? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, that's a bold hey, that's a bold prediction. I like those ones. Yeah. Good job. Not bad. Um, what is your most controversial opinion about this race then? Uh, aside from like finishing one two three, what do you think that? Something that's going to happen that's just going to be insane. Just completely out of the blue. Uh, I'm going to guess another like pit stop issue. Like For another me. like crazy pit stop thing. You know, like like Daniel Ricciardo f- like forgetting their tires or Valtteri Bottas machine a wheel nut. Yeah. It's going to be for like a midfield team. It's going to be like for like Aston Martin or McLaren. You think it happens to Ricciardo again? That would be hilarious, honestly. Oh, that would be so <laughs> sad. Don't say that. I'd be, oh, no. I think um, Valtteri Bottas, if he finishes in the top three, will go for a swim. I can see that. Yeah. We'll see. Hey, Monaco is Sunday. It's going to be a lot of fun. The only thing worth watching will be Saturday. I'm joking. We can watch the race too, but (laughs) qualifying will be more entertaining. Um, We'll see what happens. I think it's going to be a good one. Uh, I believe for us, it is a, is it a 9 a.m. again? Yeah. 
yeah, 9 a.m. race again. So that'll be nice. Nice Sunday morning waking up, watching some Monaco. It'll be cool to see all the uh, different celebrities there because I guess for the past two years, they probably wouldn't have had anybody there, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so it'll be a spectacle again, which will be uh, pretty exciting. But um, I mean, other than that, for us, I think that that kind of covers it for this past weekend and, and what we got coming up. Um, Steve, unless you've got anything else that you want to throw out there, we can we can close her out. I do not. Have fun watching Monaco. We'll talk to you sometime next week. Bye-bye.